Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is June 21st, and yes, oh yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. But hey, do you have PL Plus and you just got it from the, the list? Well, congratulations. Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast. I hope you enjoy this. I go over all this stuff every day. Check out the uh, the description. Make sure you add it to the RSS feed that you have. All that fun stuff. You can see what all the segments are. But the first thing we did, we do is go over the SB run from yesterday. David Peterson was my lead. 5.1 innings, 0 and run. 6 hits, 2 walks in, 7 strikeouts with 19 whiffs. Yesterday against the Marlins, it was wonderful to see. The slider was incredible. Uh, the the fast was at 93 and 4, and that was good. That was really what happened here uh, and, and helped Peterson propel through the, the Marlins. The one issue is that he could be going Sunday or could be going Monday, or at least next week. I don't know if it's an off day on Monday or not. But uh, if it's Sunday, that would mean that Max Scherzer is not returning. We're expecting him to do that. And he would get the Marlins again. And I think that's okay after this one. I mean, this is Pete Peterson, and I don't really know if that's going to stick around. But it's the Astros after that if he doesn't. And I think that Scherzer is, in fact, going to return this week. And so definitely monitor it if you want. I don't really think that Ian you know, Peterson is that amazing of a get if it does happen on Sunday. But I... Uh, but yeah, don't do it for the Astros. So you just can kind of wait on this. And maybe if you missed out on that Sunday start, that's what happens. But it's not going to be the end of the, of the world. Corbin Burns was dope. So was Garrett Cole. So was Shane McClanahan. I I did a video this morning for YouTube of Garrett Cole and Shane McClanahan against each other. And man, did I have fun watching that. You really need to check out that video. Uh, JT Burbaker went against the Cubs. 16 pitch, 0 runs, 5 hits, 3 walks, and 5 Ks. I'm glad that it worked. Um, combined 33% CSW on the slider and the curveball here. Uh, he gets the Rays next. It could work. The Rays aren't that good. But really, there's nothing new going on here with Coffee Cakes. Uh, Max Friedis is going to ace against the Giants. That's all good. Same with Logan Webb. Almost. He's getting there. He could be back, getting back to the aces. He's going to ace. But this was the best that we've seen really uh, like in the last three weeks or so that we've seen all season. Right? In the beginning of the year, it was kind of like, oh, is he that good? You know, is he? It was it more of a fluke last year or so. Now he's getting into rhythm. Seven innings pitch, one run, six hits, zero walks, and seven Ks. 41% CSW on the sinker. The slider and changer were both effective. This is the Logan Webb that you drafted, that you wanted to get. Very great. I I hope that the whip can come down closer to where Freed is. I mean, Freed and, and Webb are kind of similar, but Freed has like a 370 ERA and a 105 whip. Well, well, Logan Webb is low threes and a middling whip at the moment. Hopefully, Logan Webb can continue this. But I do wonder if the whip will never get south of 110, maybe not even 115 through the year considering his sinker reliance. Um, that just generally will mean that he's going to have a higher Babbitt, and that's just how life is. Uh, Yu Darvish has done really, really well. I mean, in his last six starts, five of them have returned a total of four runs with at least seven frames in them. That's pretty dang cool. Uh, and and the, it, it's been a really nice run uh, with the cutter. He gets the fills next, and yeah, Darvish does what he does regardless of the opponent. So, uh, you just keep throwing them out there. Uh, Josh Minkowski went for the Red Sox against the Tigers. I don't really think there's not, there isn't, I don't really think there's anything to really chase here. It's 14 for 36 called strikes in the sinker. 
and he had a high strike around the sliders. He just throws a lot in the zone, and it worked out. I mean, eight base runners in 6.2 innings, only two strikeouts, but you got the two runs, you got the win, and he does get the Guardians next, so it could be another win. I guess that's what you're going to be chasing, the fact that Winkowski can go five-plus innings, maybe even six or more, but it's a lot of BABIP and good fortune that you will be chasing there too. So uh, it's not really something that I want to go after. Miles Michaelis, I had some worry because it was 129 pitches last time out. He threw 100 in this one, 6.1 innings, actually last into the seventh. Uh, 200 runs for it, two walks and three Ks. All right, great. Good stuff. I'm happy that you did not uh, let fatigue uh, affect you, Michaelis, and you just kind of keep starting Michaelis. I mean, it's kind of funny. I think I saw on Reddit people uh, talking about how the guys that I don't really rank that highly have these great ERAs. And yeah, you know, like I had a five plus ERA going after all the top 50 guys and guys outside of it, like Michael Sinkluber and maybe Taiwan Walker or something like that. Oh man, that's how I have that good ERA. And it's just, guys, you all know <laughs> two month stretches happen all the time. It's about six month stretches. And Michaelis, I don't think is going to be a stud in the second half. Just, just, you know that. We all know that, right? So it is what it is. You keep rolling with it, and hopefully he keeps his head above water. Maybe this is Adam Wainwright from 2021, and that's great. But I generally don't believe that he really is a sub-three-year-a guy. Like, I think that's pretty obvious. All right. Noah Syndergaard, 7.1 innings, 5 earned runs, 8 hits, 2 walks, 5 Ks. A bit of careful Icarus here, as he left 3 runs in the 7th and the 8th combined. I uh, It's unfortunate, but yeah, he's just a Toby. You know, we wanted him to really hold on to that 2 and run game after 6 frames. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's just, he's a Toby. He doesn't really have anything that is quite exceptional. Chris Bubich on the other side of this was very good. This was what I've been chasing a bit from Bubich for a while, which is a 92 mile per hour fastball, not 90 and change. The thing is, the change was still elevated a little more than I wanted to be six whiffs on this. And the curveball did return 44% CSW. Strike rate wasn't so high, but, you know, he was effective getting called strikes and whatnot with it. Chris Bubich could be really good. If he sits at 92 for a while... You know, he gets a, he, he, he might be something to, to note here. I will say the Royals may not keep him inside of the rotation with Zach Rinke returning on Friday. But if he finds a way to get that Sunday start against the Athletics, that would be interesting. Uh, there's a part of me that kind of wants it more than Peterson. But I think I trust Peterson's slider showing it more than I do the 92 mile per hour fastball from Bubich. Because I've seen it randomly, but it, it doesn't stick around. Uh, for Bubich normally. Uh, Trevor Rogers went opposite David Peterson, had 24 whiffs for a Gallows pole. Five innings, 300 runs, five hits, two walks, seven Ks. Those ratios are still like, oh, God, Trevor Rogers, I understand. But man, this was, this is Trevor Rogers at his peak. Um, nine whiffs on the force, and we're eight on the changeup, seven on the slider. The Blake Snell blueprint in full effect. This is it. And I just hope that this sticks around. He's going to get the Mets again on Sunday. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. But mm, I really, really hope this is the same. Like the slider and the changeup are all there. Fastbuck man being up. Oh, please, please, Trevor Riders. We've been waiting so long. Lance Lynn against the Jays. I talked about it yesterday being very like, ah, do I really want to do this or not? It wasn't so bad. Five innings, three runs, but six base runners and five Ks. The real issue is that it's a 92.5 mile per hour fastball. And honestly, if this was against, I don't know, like the Orioles like it gets next, it would have been a good start. It would have been like six innings and 200 runs likely, right? Maybe another strike or two because the Jays are really good. So I think you're fine at the moment. 
I wonder also in more time if he'll get closer to that 94 mile per hour fastball we saw last year. Because we've seen from multiple guys, look at Zach Wheeler who needed like three, four starts to get out of the 94, 95 mile per hour hump. And now he just sits at 96 all the time. Just think about that. Uh, Zach Davies was a streamer pick of the day against the Padres. And he didn't do so badly. Six innings of seven base runners and three Ks, but four runs. Just really one run too much for this really to, uh, to disappoint us. And now he gets the Tigers on Sunday. That could just be fine. You know, I mean, it's we see that bad ERA and we think like, oh, he's bad. But no, we realize how very small things affect that. And if he did exactly the same ability against the Tigers, it could easily have been like two and runs or something. Right. So, yeah, not the worst Sunday start against the Tigers. Alex Fayedo, speaking of the Tigers, went against the Red Sox. And yeah, I mean, he just came off a disaster start. We didn't want to start. This was four and runs and 10 base runners and 4.1 innings. So maybe the slider can rebound against the, the Diamondbacks when he's get, he gets an easier matchup. But, I mean, I think at this point, we just don't really want to do that. Uh, Jose Brios went against the White Sox. And, oh, gosh. Uh, four innings of 600 runs, nine hits, one walk, one strikeout. How am I going to feed my family? How, sorry, how am I going to butter my bread with this? I didn't even put that in the roundup. I should have. But, you know, he's the great underlater. And undulator, he was on a really nice stretch. And he got hit again. All right. I mean, it's just going to go back and forth for the entire year. Uh, I'm not selling on Barrios or something. I think a lot of people are going to say, oh, cool, I was just... Oh, right. I understand. He did poorly in the beginning of the year, and now he's he's fine. Oh, now he's bad again. Now he's just, oh, I shouldn't have bought back in. That's not how you feel. This is just a normal sway, you know? Don't worry. You want Jose Brios. Uh, Caleb Killian against the Pirates. Lastly, 2.1 innings, 5 runs, 5 walks, 3 Ks. At least he got a strikeout in this one, right? Uh, yeah, you give this a rest until something really shows up with Caleb Killian. Okay, looking forward to today, tomorrow, and Thursday, because it's Tuesday. That's what we do. For today's starters, and I have today and tomorrow ranked, I'll do a loose one for you guys um, as a bonus on Thursday, or for Thursday today. Uh, Kevin Gelsman, Nestor Cortez, Tony Gonsolin, Zach Allen, and Joe Ryan are the auto-star tiers. Yeah, Kevin Gelsman at the one is going to be interesting. Everyone's like, wait a second, he's not that, he's not doing that well, right, Nick? True, um, but I think that Kevin Gelsman is someone that has had the most consistent splitter in baseball for ages, and it's just something, if you want to make a bet on Gelsman, it's that he'll get back on track, right? He goes against the White Sox. Otherwise, I mean, the other guys are not just studs, you know, because Nancy Cortez has been struggling a bit. Tony Gonson, we all like him, but we kind of know it's not really going to be what it is, and it's in Cincinnati, home run, heavy place. Uh, Zach Gallon against the, the Padres is good. But he hasn't been as pristine as we wanted, Joe Ryan. Uh, hopefully, now that he's shaken off a game of rust, is hopefully better against the Guardians. Probably start Sean Manaya, Dylan Cease, Martin Perez, Spencer Strider, Jack Flaherty, Ronzi Contreras, and Marco Gonzalez. No real contention here. I think this is pretty straightforward. Uh, in the questionable start tier, uh, Kyle Gibson, Ryan Feltner, Jose Urquidy, Rich Hill, Matt Swarmer, Tyler Malley, and James Capillion. So... Gibson and Feltner both have really nice starts. Gibson against the, the Rangers. Feltner against Miami. He's a stream pick of the day as he had increased velocity in his last start for the Rockies that was on the road. This one's in Miami. That's good. Jose Urquidy against the Mets. I am very uh about. Uh, same with Rich Hill, though, against the Tigers. And Matt Swarmer against the, the against the Pirates. And Tyler Malley gets the Dodgers uh, in Cincinnati, not fair. And James Caprillion could be a Toby against the Mariners. So really don't think too highly of that 15 rank for Jose Arquiti. It could work. And that's it. You know, all the other ones, I'm like, oh gosh, this is really a recipe for the disaster, which makes Ryan Feltner the stream pick of the day, right? And the do not start here, Jonathan Heasley, even though he had that one game of seven innings, I even said during the roundup, that's not really something I believe in. Uh, and Reed Detmers against the Royals on their side. No thanks. 
I that Tony Esco is coming back and Escafani, but we don't know how much he's going to go. And he's a Toby eventually, but right now you don't want to jump in on that against the Atlanta Braves and Jordan Lyles, Bo Brisky, Aaron Savali, all this stuff, bad matchups are just not good enough. Like you don't want to do this. Josh Fleming, Trevor, Rod, uh, Trevor Williams, uh, Eric Fede, Daniel Castano, and Chichi Gonzalez. Um, and no, not Castano. I know he won 6.2 innings last time. It is Rocky Road, but I just don't want to trust that. Maybe, maybe I'm a little like couple spots too low. Like, I would put him below Bo Brisky against the Red Sox, but don't do any of it. Um, in the uh, tomorrow, sorry, tomorrow's starting pitching rankings, this is a wild one. I did on, on Twitch stream this morning. I really had to sit down and think for a while. Um, and the top tier is pretty straightforward. Zach Wheeler, Carlos Rodon, Shohei Otani, Pablo Obas, all aces going to ace, and you're just going to do that, and they all have good matchups, or Rodon against the against Atlanta, but who cares? Jordan Montgomery isn't an ace is going to ace, but it's the Rays, and he's been on such a roll, you're going to do that. Okay. Probably start tier. I ma- I originally had a larger, and I have what like I was I think I had fifteen originally. Now I'm down to eleven or ten. Uh, George Kirby against Oakland. Okay, fine. Char- Charlie Morton just is super hot right now against Giants. Cool. Mike Clevenger snakes. He's come back from COVID. IL. might be a little bit limited, but it's against the Diamondbacks. Okay, fine. Tyler Anderson is in Cincinnati, but he's on such a roll. You're going to do that. Okay. Now you get the tough matchups. You get Luis Garcia against the Mets. You get Shane Boz against the Yankees. Luis Castillo against the Dodgers. Tarek Skubal against the Red Sox. Ah, that's all so frustrating. I will, all of them could be theoretically auto star tiers. Maybe not Luis Garcia, but the Mets don't scare me as much as the others. So fine. But like, yeah, do what you need to do with that. I think you just kind of throw them in there and that's what your life is. Adam Wainwright gets the Brewers. I'm not really so stoked about it. But Adam Wainwright's done well enough. The Brewers aren't so scary, so fine. Probably start him. And then Tristan McKenzie isn't the same um, kind of guy as the other ones I just mentioned as he gets the Twins. But he's still, I think, if you have him, you start him. Now, in questionable start, Luis uh, Lucas Giolito is pitching. But it's because the Jays, and he hasn't been throwing his good changeup. and hasn't really worked out. And I put him into questionable start because I know a lot of managers are going to say, wait a second, I don't feel good about Giolito. I don't want to do this one. I get it. I originally had him and probably start to hear though. And keep that in mind. Same with John Gray and Sonny Gray and Eric Lauer. So John Gray against the Phils, he's gone two straight starts of good velocity and a good slider. So that could work out, but he could be a cherry bomb. And I think it's still a little bit risky, especially against the Phillies. You can take a rest on that if you want. Uh, you have Sonny Gray against the Guardians. Only 65 pitches in his last start. So that could be about 75, which means that the cap ceiling what makes that a questionable start? Uh, you have Eric Lauer against the Cardinals. Now, it's been 92.5 on the velocity of the fastball, not 93 to 94 in the last three starts. And he hasn't had his secondaries, a cutter, curveball, and slider. Which means that, yeah, I understand if you want to bench this one. You want to see Lauer do it because he really hasn't done many good things for you lately. I get that. Uh, Carlos Carrasco is going great. It's against the Astros. Not great. So, be careful there. Keegan Thompson is our stream pick of the day against Pittsburgh. Someone asked me, Feltner or... Thompson, man, that's a complete toss-up who I prefer in those two streamers. Uh, but Thompson gets the, the Pirates, and he just had 17 whiffs. So on the, uh, well, actually, I think it was 18 or 19, but 17 on the four-seamer and cutter combined, which is really, really nice. Paul Blackburn is a Toby and gets the Mariners, so I guess that could work. Uh, Michael Walker has had a hot streak and against the Tigers, but ugh, whatever. And Daniel Lynch is very interesting against the Angels, who are really bad against lefties lately. Um, and Lynch... Had 23 whiffs over the weekend doing the Blake Snell blueprint with sliders and fastballs for the first time in ages, and maybe that sticks. In the do not starts here, I could see people going after either Chad Cool, Ross Stripling, or Tyler Wells. Chad Cool goes to Miami. I uh, that could work, but man, he's just not been dependable. He didn't do well against the Pirates in Pittsburgh. Uh, Ross Stripling gets the White Sox, but the White Sox are a little bit better now, 
And I don't really think he's just that good. He had a good two-step against two bad opponents, and White Sox a little bit better. And Tyler Wells can give you a quality start if you really need it um, against the Nationals, but I just don't think he's that good. He doesn't do enough um, to justify that. Uh, Madison Bumgarner, Patrick Corbin, and Bryce Wilson, absolutely not. Bumgarner goes as a lefty against the, the Padres, no thanks. Uh, looking forward to, to uh, Thursday, not tomorrow. We don't have many games. We have a good amount of days off, but let's see here, uh, or teams off. Dean Kramer against the White Sox, no way. Jameson Time against the Astros is a questionable book. So is Johnny Cueto against the Orioles. Zach Plesek against the Twins is a do not start. Devin Smelter against the Guardians. Guardians, even though it was a bad start last time, is still a questionable one. Uh, Framber Valdez against the Yankees. Ooh, top of questionable. Like, I really don't want to do that. Uh, Frankie Montes against Seattle is improbable. Robbie Ray against Oakland is an auto start. It's against Oakland, guys. Um, Kyle Wright, I think, has earned auto start against the Giants. Braxton Garrett... Eh, questionable against the the Rockies on Rocky Road. Maybe that does work. Ranger Suarez as a lefty against the Padres. No thanks. Justin Steele. Probably top of do not start. Maybe bottom of questionable start against the Pirates. But ah, I don't really want to do it. Hunter Green is a questionable against the Dodgers. It's a cherry bomb. He succeeded before. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't really want to do that. Jason Alexander, no thank you against the, the Cardinals. I like my whip intact. Thank you very much. Jose Quintana, top of do not start. I mean, he's executing locations. It's just the stuff isn't good enough. Uh, Dakota Hudson is a questionable start against Milwaukee because that's a coin flip every time. Cal Freeland at Miami, uh, maybe, but do not start. Uh, Clayton Kershaw at Cincinnati is an auto start. Kenzie Gore against the Phillies is a probable start. And Alex Wood at Atlanta, questionable start. But all right, that's going to do it for today's edition of the, of the Plus Pitch Podcast. Thank you so much for everything that you guys do. And that's it. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babos be low. And your strikeouts high.